you just grow up not talking to your parents about that stuff. Oh, interesting. It's kind of taboo, the thought yeah. of bringing it forward, huh? Like, you just pretend like you're a virgin all your life. Mom, I am, I am. All right, welcome to another episode of Thirst. We are covering The Bachelor Canada. I'm Anil. I'm Meta. Okay, let's gossip. Talk to me. What are we talking about? Okay, so I thought we'd start like a new little segment called Thirst Gossip, just because... I mean, we are from the Big Brother world. We know how much drama and gossip go on behind the scenes, but Bachelor people just seem more interesting to me. So I started, I I love Reddit, but I started like just creeping the Reddit accounts for the Bachelor and I can't believe all this gossip that's happening. But the first one I want to start with is um, we watched last season on Bachelor Canada where Jasmine got engaged to Kevin. Yes. yes. Well, like clearly they broke up after like a month. Um, You knew that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Because she should have chosen the other guy. The brown guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but Kevin is going to be on the Winter Games for The Bachelor. Like, he's going to go to the States. He's going to become, like, a big shot. Wait, what? So yeah. he's going to be a part of, like, the Bachelor in Paradise winter version. Yeah, we don't really know what these Winter Games are, though. So what is it? Like, Bachelor people hooking up while doing, like, challenge style kind of Yeah, winter challenges, but that's cool that the Canadians are repping. No, that's awesome. I wonder if they're going to have more people or if they just brought Kevin. Like, Kevin looks like such a stereotypical, like, bachelor dude, you know? He'd be cool on there. It would be cool to see Jasmine on there, too, actually, but... I don't know. Like, Kevin's obviously going to go on, like, fall for a girl. Like Interesting. I feel like that's just so awkward for Jasmine. I mean, he's definitely going to go up. Um, oh, my God. I need to just stop you right now because my cat is literally biting your cord off. Oh, oh my God. Gladiator. Glad. Gladiator. Oh, my God. Now he's biting your chest. No, it's okay. This is fine. It's love. Ah, it's oh love bites. Oh, my God. No, we're good. Glad. There's a crisis in the thirst studio. Okay. Crisis averted. Continue <laughs> what you were telling me. The cat's kicked out of the studio now. Yeah, so Kevin's going to be on there. That's awesome. But, like, I, I love anytime like, Canadians get a bigger chance at these things. Um... But I just feel like it's awkward as F for Jasmine if he, like, falls for a girl there. Yeah. And then, you know, they have so many other things. He'll go on, like, Bachelor in Paradise or Imagine. something. Yeah, it does open a whole new door of opportunity. It's also good for Canadians because, like, I mean, we know Canadian shows are, just, like, recently they're just so much better production-wise yeah. than the U.S. versions. But, like, we just don't get as many opportunities because we don't have as big of an uh, audience. Yeah, half of our country is ice. Talking about, like, audience and stuff, this is um, something I want to talk about. All the shilling that goes on on Instagram with these Bachelor people. Because I started following them recently, and it's, like, every single post is an ad. And it's not just, like, things that are relevant to them. Like, if they have a kid and they're advertising about, like, I don't know, like, kids' fashion or something. It's all, like, flat tummy tea, diff eyewear. They're all posting about the exact same thing. So I have a question. Like, one side of it is that's embarrassing as hell but then the other side is why not make as much money as you can like these companies are literally paying you thousands of dollars to post a stupid little picture yeah i mean it's interesting i was told like a piece of advice from one of our producers from big brother they said big brother can either be a line on your resume or your whole resume and i feel like these people that do these social media ads and stuff cool get your pocket change but like come on let's break out beyond the bachelor name as much as possible I I feel like at least, like, be relevant to your brand or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, figure out who you are, what your audience is, and appeal to that. Like, 
I'm sorry, not everybody's going to buy flat tummy tea. Oh my god, I can't with the flat... You guys, that shit doesn't work. Like, Should we get flat tummy tea for next week and drink flat tummy no, tea? No, because it's going to be disgusting. Uh, maybe we can use Robbie's promo code. We should. Robbie, <laughs> I can't. But like what like really like kind of bothered me about it, so I was going through it and I saw Peter from last season. He was like uh, advertising fab, the, those fab fit boxes okay. or whatever. And that's fine for a girl, but like he's already showing like eyeshadows and stuff that come in this oh, box. Oh, it's like, like the makeup stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like the makeup stuff and it's got like a mug in it and like a face mask. It's like, it's obviously very girl-centric and I get his followers all girls, but it's just like, oh, it seems so desperate sometimes. Yeah. It's like, yeah, advertise stuff for your dog because that's like, that's your brand. But like, then again, they make so much money so I can't even hate on it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but how much money do you think they make? So let's say you get 10% off everything that they do. Like, I'm sure the check cannot it's be more not, than enough. Okay, so usually, here's the thing. If somebody, like, posts a link to it, um, typically, they'll get a percentage. If it's, like, oh, type in uh, whatever 15 to get 15% off, that person will get a disc. Oh, like a, interesting. Whatever. But if they're just, like, shilling it out, like, here's my FabFit box. I don't know if they do the percentage of that. But anyways, if they just post it, then they're just getting, like, flat out um, paid for it. Gotcha. So these people have a lot. So it goes between, like, 500 per post up to, they can get, like, 2,000 per one post. Wow. Right? That's kind of, yeah, if you have no other means of income. Why not? Why not? And, like, Robbie went on Bachelor and Paradise, and he was, like, straight up, I'm an influencer. Yeah, that's true. I mean, people pay me to not post their show on Instagram. (laughs) They're like, no, it doesn't work for us. I pay Anil to make sure he does not put me on his instagram because it's, yeah, it's, it's exactly. just embarrassing i mean i just, but now even instagram as a whole when you scroll through it it is at 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 and i'm like dude this is like the classifieds yeah exactly like i i make sure i'm only doing like fashion related stuff they're just fine like if you want to send me free clothes and like i love it and whatever that's great but i'm not gonna go and do something that doesn't make any sense for me yeah like, yeah, yeah you wouldn't do like a workout gear no <laughs> no i wouldn't do anything like weight loss like what the hell am i gonna lose like the yeah. one boob cup i have <laughs> so i guess the, the 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 motto to follow is find your brand know your brand and advertise towards your brand exactly or unless like you know your shelf life's gonna be like nothing then just make all the money yeah you can. that's true if you know you got these six months you gotta write it out get as much coin as you can another thing i was like seeing on instagram that i found out was wells is dating sarah highland from um, modern family shut up is that not just like the weirdest pairing like how did they even meet yeah they probably just met at like probably one a flat tummy party <laughs> And she was there. Just promoting that flat tummy tea. Yeah, he she's really cute too oh, though. She's gorgeous. They make a beautiful couple and I've just been seeing like when I was on Reddit, they get a lot of hate for some reason. And really? I'm just like like I feel like it's just like people are hating on Wells for maybe like punching above his weight, but I'm just like they, they're cute. I like them. Yeah, I guess because like people associate the bachelor people with like they're just on the show for fame. How can you find love? And he just upped the ante. He's getting he, he one up that ante. Yeah, she's on primetime television. She's a young, youthful, hot actress. Like I think he's doing the best out of all these bachelor people so far. Good for you, Wells. Yeah, poor Nick Vile. He's not getting any actresses. <laughs> oh, Nick, I can't with Nick. Nick's like the one person I like. Another people that are doing really good. They were on um the after show for Bachelor Canada is evan and carly oh yeah they're adorable they're having a baby in three months like three months yeah their baby's almost due like she's barely showing 
they're like the one like love story that I feel like is genuine, you know? Yeah, I feel like her hands are going to be full. I cannot see him being, uh, like, I see him being a stressful dad to work with. Really? I feel like he would probably, like, I don't know, he's just always on edge. I feel like I'm, like, nervous for him to be a father. I feel like he'd just be, like, an overbearing dad for sure. Um, no, they're cute. I, I enjoy them. They're, like, the one couple I'm, like, really rooting for. I want them to win, but it's, like... These people you find on TV that you're like, oh, I love them. It's like, what if you meet them? Would they just suck? Because that happens so often. Yeah, when you think someone's going to be amazing and then you meet them in person. Have you had any like weird encounters, like any Bachelor people, anyone that you've just been like, oh, um, damn, that person sucks? Well, when I first met you. Shut I'm, up. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, you know who I actually met? Um, I met Robbie at um, like a rooftop party at Lavelle here. Was his and- hair all like crazy? No. Honestly, he looked perfect. Really? I never thought he was hot on the show or anything. He looked 10 times better in person. Every hair was literally in perfect place. I can't with that. Unflawed. He, he was very nice, very cool. But what I did notice is he did kind of get off on the, can you take a photo with me? Can you take a photo with me? Can you take a photo with me? He had like, I'm like, he was surrounded by girls. Oh, like he every, loved it. Yeah, he loved it. So, I mean, good on him. I mean... What guy would not want beautiful women exactly. all over them? Um, so I did see kind of the fame aspect to it, but he wasn't a douchebag about it. You know, guys that have the girls all around them and they're dicks. He was very sweet. Oh, good for him. Yeah, yeah. on the show he's just kind of like whatever, but I guess yeah. he's nice in person. Have you had any run-ins with um, these bachelor folks? Like I've met Caitlin a few times. She's a sweetheart, but like the funniest one was one of my friends. Um, just randomly like met Daniel. Uh, what's his last name? Daniel, the like the Canadian. One? Yeah, okay, yeah, the douchebag okay. Canadian. Who's like really funny on TV. And she just invited him over to like come watch The Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise with us. And he came over. And I was like so excited because he's so funny on the show. And he comes and he was just the biggest like, I don't even, like wet blanket. Like I don't even know. Shut like, up. He was just zero personality. He would get mad if anyone like talked during the show. Like, he's like, no, I need to hear myself. I need to hear what's happening. Like, we would, like, pause it to, like, you know, to talk, just talk yeah. or whatever, just so he wouldn't get angry. Then he, get, like, starts storming around until we started the, sh- the show again. As soon as the episode was done, he was out of there. Wow. Like, yeah, it was just, like, a very weird encounter. I was like, did we, like, do something weird? Or, like, yeah. is he weird? I'm all for, like, no one talking during, while the TV show's on. But if you're going to a viewing party, you have to be prepared for that. It wasn't a viewing part it was like three of us he had already watched the episode oh he already saw it oh yeah he had already seen oh it oh my god and we were like watching like a few days later like I, and, oh, and he would only get mad if we were talking during his scenes oh of course okay so, he's so like, it was just i was just like i totally understand why you were cast now yeah he's like a narcissist yeah anyway um any other gossip before we dive into our lovely bachelor canada no let's get back into it let's get back into the bachelor canada okay yay so, I mean, before we dive into the week before hometowns, I want to talk about hometowns a bit because, I mean, have you ever brought a boy home? I'm like, <laughs> I don't really like dating. Like, I, like mm, uh, let's just say no, not really. No, I brought John home. I guess that counts, but not really because my parents like already met him on TV before. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. They met him in person. Yeah. So, no, they've never like met a guy that they didn't know before. Interesting, because yeah. they kind of knew John. Yeah, and I also, like, listen, I've got, like, a real foreign family. Like, I immigrated from Iran, so, like, 
just growing up like i don't think i was even allowed to date so like you don't you just grow up not talking to your parents about that stuff oh interesting it's kind of taboo the thought yeah. of bringing a boy home. like you just pretend like you're a virgin all your life mom i am i am <laughs> <laughs> i mean i brought a few boys home i mean i think david bringing david home was i was the most nervous because there is an age difference but my family is really like i'm very lucky that they were like they're like, cool, as long as, like, you know, he loves you and you love him and they get along. But that's, like, the only time I've been nervous because these girls are, like, shaking in their boots. The episode opens up and everybody's, like, nervous. I mean, Stacy's never been in a relationship. So she... She hasn't been in one at all? Oh, I thought she just hadn't, like, taken anyone home. No, she said that she's never oh. really had a serious relationship. Oh, wow. Like... Ooh. and then you go on the bachelor just that's what i engaged? was thinking yeah it was like a lot but her and jesse are the most stressed and i mean i guess i guess it'd be stressful because he's going to two other homes i mean isn't this whole show stressful yeah, already true. you guys are literally like <laughs> fighting for the same guy i feel like hometowns should be like the time where i would be like yo you better watch out for my dad i've got the upper hand now yeah that's true the girls do have control um but this week's savage as fuck it's oh i love it one-on-one a three-on-one and a two-on-one and then we... someone goes home on the two-on-one which is just great yeah i mean there's only and he's not giving out roses on the one-on-one or the three-on-one so basically getting a one-on-one this week means nothing yeah, nothing. Um, so... And then, like, what, three girls... So, by the end of this episode, three girls, half of the people will go home. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. I mean, one thing that I do have to say is I'm very, very mad. Because I feel like Britney storming off the show robbed us of an epic Megan versus Britney two-on-one. Or even, like, a Britney versus Jesse two-on-one. We were robbed. We were robbed. Yeah, honestly, like... I still feel like he, like, really liked her, so I feel like she was going to win. You think if Brittany was on a tone with Megan or Jesse that he would, she would get the rose? Yes, 100%. Interesting. If, like, producers and other people weren't in his ear, I think he would have actually chosen Brittany. Yeah, wow. Oh, see, Brittany, I mean, you need to come back next season, maybe. I don't know. I feel like we were robbed from a lot of good date moments with Britney you. for the bachelorette Imagine? she'd be so funny that would be interesting actually she'd be savage i love it she would not let any guy get away with any shit like she would know what she's going for it'd yeah. be great wow that's actually a really interesting thought okay so who do you think is gonna get this one-on-one does it really matter? Do I really care? No. <laughs> I'm just like waiting for the two-on-one because that's like, okay, one of these girls is going home. Yeah, that's true. The whole episode was a build-up for the two-on-one. The one-on-one, one, though, I guess like um, who hasn't gone on a one-on-one yet? It's uh, Stacy and Jesse. So I guess one of them's going to get it. I mean, it was kind of interesting. I thought he was going to pick Stacy for the simple fact that like, I mean, this girl hasn't had a serious relationship and she's he's about to meet her family, but he ends up picking Jesse and this is like a... This is actually, it was a boring date, but it was interesting conversation because they bring up the conversation about affection. Yeah, but like, he's like, she says at the beginning, she's like, let me in or let me go. And then he's always like, well, I need to like have physical touch with people. But it's like, if you, he doesn't open up spiritually no what's the word like, like emotionally. emotionally yeah he doesn't open up emotionally to people but he just expects them to like just start making out with them right away and that's what he wants it's like sorry for me i would be like jesse i need to like get to know a guy first before i jump on his d like but he yeah. just like literally it's like as soon as any conversation becomes too deep for him he just starts making out with the girls have you noticed that yeah i mean and she like cringes at times yeah. when he touches her she it's does not so want to be interesting. touched um okay well how do you feel about the thought of affection like are you an affectionate person are you pda like i like 
PDA to a certain point, like holding hands, like little cute kisses. But if I'm waiting at a bus stop and someone's like full on making out in front of me, like that's disgusting. Go the fuck away. No one needs to see that. But like with him, I feel like he needs, he can't just expect people to like be all affectionate with him when he doesn't let them in. Yeah, that's true. PDA's fine. As long as it's just not too gross. Yeah. I mean, I like affection, maybe like behind closed door, but I hate couples that are all over each other are you like okay with hand holding and stuff hand holding's cute but only for a little bit my palms get sweaty it's like too much but i do like i think i like the affection in the sense of like holding your hand walking into a restaurant walking into a room the like i own you type oh damn okay (laughs) no i just like the like the cuteness of like being like someone being proud to walk in a room with you okay okay yeah i get that um okay so i mean yeah i mean like, he drags her under the water. She oh, pretty much yeah. pushes him off. Like, she's not having this touchy-feely shit. Yeah, this is not a good day. And then I think he's sending her home right there and then, but he doesn't. Yeah, you actually say that in the episode. You're like, nope, she's going home. She's going home. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it, if, if it wasn't three people going home already this week, I think maybe. True, but... yeah. Um, so what? Lackluster day, I mean. Lackluster. You just, they're not meant for each other. Yeah, it's clearly obvious on that day. And then after we jump into a group date, which is the three-on-one, which is Stacy, Lindsay, and Michaela. So finally Noah comes out. Noah gets to hang out, the host. And he's like showing off the sand sculpture of Chris. And then they have to make a sand This is the stupidest sculpture. thing ever. I'm sorry. This is our like last pretty much group date yeah. that they have with this guy. They should be spending time with them, not on their own, on their knees on the beach making sand sculptures. Yeah. They should be able to, like, build their own rafts to, like, swim out in the ocean to get Chris or something. No, not even that. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like shouldn't they be spending time with Chris? Not he's, like, he's off on the side while they're making little sand sculptures. Yeah, because he wasn't even there while they're making it. And then he comes to check in. And see, okay, this is where I need, the bachelor needs to call me and I need to be a date producer because you can't even see what they're building. But Chris is like, oh, wow. Wow, this is really good. You can't see what they're building because it's shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> <Did> awful. <laughs> I'm sorry, but these girls, it looks like they just had like, I don't know, like a stroke in between like making yeah, these sandcastles. It was bad. Like, come on, a five-year-old can at least build a sandcastle with like wet sand and stuff. These girls are using like twigs for his face. Yeah, it was bad. I get the whole like making a story and he made it so dramatic like this is a a path down memory lane and he's telling them they all did so good like if i was a bachelor and i walked out i would have been like this isn't good like what i wonder how often these girls turn to the camera and they're like what the hell is this and the producer's like but just talk about how romantic it is yeah (laughs) that you're on your knees (laughs) it is kind of crazy you do have to put yourself out there when you're a contestant because you the bachelor wants to see you having fun doing whatever the date is oh god i don't know this is like hell for me this is like if I don't know. Like, if I got sent to hell, it would be being on The Bachelor, I think. Yeah. And <laughs> doing I mean, these dates. I hate sand. So that one for you sure is awful. Um, so then he gets to pick someone to spend more time with or whatever. And, I mean, they're all awful. So he's picking from the worst of the worst. And he picks Stacy, which is, I mean, he had to. It's whether, like a consolation. Yeah, yeah. And whether it was she had the best or not, he needed to pick her because they need to kind of talk about the fact that, like, they haven't had anyone on one yeah. time. Yeah. Um, and she, like, opens up about travel. 
Was there anything interesting really no. said? I feel like I just zoned out during that conversation. Like, I I try and keep up with, like, notes and stuff during the episode. And then during that date, it's just blank. <laughs> yeah. And then this was weird, too, because after his alone time with Stacy, they go into a cocktail party where all three of them get time with him. So that was interesting because the only thing I want to point out about this was it was kind of sad when Lindsay was like, I'm watching him fall in love with other girls because they're watching him with other ones. And then she's like, this is the last time I ever see you. Makes me want to cry. Like, Lindsay's fallen hard, I know. And I like Lindsay, too. I'm kind of rooting for her to win. I mean, I'm still sticking by the stance that he picks no one at the end because he's a robot. But if he picks anyone, I want it to be Lindsay. Oh, my God. Can you just imagine, though, you're on these shows. Like, you just had an amazing date with this guy. You're falling for him. He's going to meet your parents next week. But there he is making out with another girl downstairs. Yeah, it is. I, oh God, I don't know. This is where it gets heavy, too. Like, I feel like this is where the show isn't as fun. It's like, damn, dude, these people are thinking about getting engaged. Yeah, like, everyone's thinking about getting engaged to the same guy, but they still have to pretend like they're, like, really good friends. Like, the part where, um, what's her face? Uh, short hair. Kate. Kate. Or Kate. <laughs> Kate and... Katie. Katie. <laughs> God damn, I'll learn one day they're like sitting by the pool and then Kate is like talking about her connection with them and stuff. And I kind of have Katie's back in this where she's like, listen, I don't want to talk about this. Yeah, I We're agree. like, we're competing for the same guy tomorrow. One of us is going home. Like, I don't want to hear about your connection with him. Like, yeah, it was very interesting. And then she like leaves to walk like to the other side of the <laughs> pool. though. <laughs> so funny. I love it. It is kind of crazy because I feel like I'm, I wasn't expecting this reaction from Katie. I thought that she was going to be kind of like, you know, whatever the universe brings to me and the energies that align, we'll find out tomorrow. Like, I thought she was going to be the calm one, but she's losing her mind. She's sitting on the couch bawling. I think she's losing her mind because I feel like she's, like, such a gorgeous girl. I feel like she's always kind of gotten what she wanted in life. And for once, she doesn't know she's going to get that. Like, she's actually, like, nervous yeah. for once. She does know? say that. She's like, I get everything I want, basically. Oh, she said that. Damn, yeah. look at well, me. She, well, she didn't say that. She said... I usually read situations right. I've never been wrong about reading yeah. the situation. So I feel like like guys probably like fall for her pretty easily. She's never had to really compete, so like True. that's stressing her out. I mean, this date's this is a romantic date. It was kind of cute, but it was so awkward that cable car ride. Oh yeah, they're standing there staring standing at the camera. There, it was really weird. Oh god. Um. So they get up the mountain. It's beautiful. I mean, it was like foggy and scary and eerie. And I do, like, think about that moment. Yeah, and think about that moment, though, like, just sitting there being like, he's basically going to tell me I like someone better than me or I like you better than the person sitting next to you. So, like, when he goes off to, like, talk to the, like, when he takes, like, Kate away to talk to her, is Katie just sitting there the whole time? Yeah, she just sits there the whole time in the fog. Do they at least, like, offer her some, like, tequila or something? Maybe she gets some Two Oceans wine. That's what I would want. Give her, like, a joint while she waits. Like, poor girl, they come back and her leg is, like, literally, did you see, it was, like, going crazy. It was shaking. I mean, so Kate uses her time to say, I'm falling in love with you. Which I did not see coming. That was kind of weird and not good timing. And I feel like when someone says, I'm falling in love with you on a two-on-one, is desperation to get the rose. But I mean, yeah, but they are desperate right now. Only one of them is going to get a rose. That's true. Um, So going into this, is Kate and Katie, who do you think is going to choose? If you asked me last episode, for sure I would say Katie. But based on the fact that she's freaking out, I think she's going to freak out in front of him. So I'm like, fuck, Kate's going to get it. Yeah, I'm thinking Kate's going to get it because he just keeps always talking about it. he has a good connection with her. Katie's had all these awkward dates, like that yoga date I still can't get over. Oh, yeah, the staring. He's never really, like, <laughs> expressed any 
real interest in Katie. So I'm like, yeah, Kate's got this. Like, it's Kate, you know? Yeah, she was so calm. And I thought that, you know, how, like, he basically tells Katie to chill the fuck out, like, (laughs) every time he sees her. I thought that her hyped-up energy was going to rub him the wrong way. And Kate's, like, calm demeanor was going to be like, okay, this is the chick for me. Watching this, too, I was kind of like, because I've always been really jealous of people who are super, like, energetic and always on the go and stuff. So I didn't know it was, like, a bad thing when they were, like, telling Katie to calm down. I'm like, oh, like, people don't like that. I was always so jealous of these extroverts. Yeah, like, the bubbly personalities yeah. that are always on. Yeah, I know exactly. Because you know me, like, I sit in a corner. I just, like, I look like I'm having the worst time ever, even though I'm having fun. But, like, I, like I'm like i jealous of people like Katie. They're always so happy and, like, happy-go-lucky. Yeah, she, yeah. And I, it was kind of sad to see her like being kind of defeated but i mean the jokes on kate oh god i i'm shocked i was so shocked i it's not it's not i don't know i just don't understand what's the reasoning like does he really give a reason why he chooses katie over kate i i don't know i think it was the fact that she was kind of vulnerable about the fact that she was freaking out and that's when she says you know i try to read situations right and from when i met you it felt right and I mean, I think that he's weirdly captivated by her in this whole energy thing. He, she is like a Martian to him. I honestly feel like he's just intimidated by Kate. That's all it is. And oh, that's all think. I think. I feel like he wants like a cute little girl. He can go throw like a baseball around with sometimes. True. And like Kate's like very intense, very like, you know what I mean? She's yeah. a woman. Like. I feel like if he got engaged and married to Kate, like he would come home from the grocery store and she would be mad that she got like, this is the broccoli you brought home? Really? This is the broccoli you're going to put in your body? This rotting broccoli? Like, I feel like they would fight about stupid Yeah, you know shit. what? Yeah, him and Kate would be pretty awful, actually. That would be a stressful relationship. Yeah, I like, yeah. Dr. Stein would have to step in for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, so that was like kind of, like, I was shocked. And then I'm shocked that because she's the only one going into the rose ceremony with a rose. So the person that I legit thought was going home this week, Katie, is the one that's safe now? Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Okay. So then we go into the cocktail party, and then, I mean, they all look stunning. They all, obviously, like, this is the dress they saved for, like, before hometowns. I kind of forget what some of them were wearing. Is it? Because, like, exactly. I was thinking, like, for the last thing, they should have had way better dresses. True. That's very true. They could have, like, brought it home. What would you wear for your dress before um, hometowns it's kind of the last cocktail party like a ball gown and a tiara you would go in i would have like fire like just kind of coming off my hair katniss and everdeen katniss, over here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'd ride in on a chariot on a unicorn yeah i mean i think there is your i mean i get what you're saying you need to kind of have a wow factor element to what you're yeah. wearing yeah um, yeah, I would just... But again, like, I do like how Canada's more like, this is real, like... Yeah, yeah. The Canada does put a more, like, sense of reality into the reality of it, where in The Bachelor, in the States, you're like, wow, these people are nuts. It's full-on and... fairy yeah. tale mode, like, ball gown after ball yeah. gown. It is very true. So then, my favorite moment of the whole episode is when they're toasting their Two Oceans wine, and they're like, here's to being queens no matter what. <laughs> I'm gonna say that every cheers... Uh, that's gonna be my new year's cheers oh my god i'm like drinking water right now cheers to being queens no matter what no matter what and then i guess chris doesn't feel like sweating through another shirt because he cancels the cocktail party he cancels it i don't i still don't get it but i feel like he's just over it at this point because again robot chris yeah there is a sense to go like recharge or something yeah he is kind of exhausted he needs to go in a baseball diamond hit some things like (laughs) 
He did seem very like over it. And then I guess this is kind of the home stretch because now he gets to go home. They get to go home. So he probably was like, fuck, I don't want to deal with these women anymore. Let's go to a rose ceremony. Yeah, I'm over it. So who is he choosing between now? So Katie is safe. Kate is gone. Yeah, so it's between Jesse, Michaela, Lindsay, and Stacy. Okay, so, so like two of them are going home then. Correct. I'm thinking Stacy right away. Yeah, Stacy's an easy pick. Yeah, because whatever. And then... See, this one is what got me really, like, because I do see him and Jesse connecting through the whole athletic thing. Jesse's kind of a down chick. She likes boating, fishing. Yeah. And I do think Jesse is a really, really sweet girl. She is a sweet girl, but I think it's between, like, the two blondes, like, Jesse and Lindsay, and, like, him and Lindsay have been, oh, like, yeah, you know? True. And then Michaela and him have always had that thing, so... Yeah, no, it, it makes sense who he chooses, I guess. Well, like, the age thing for Lindsay, kind of, like, I thought But maybe... Lindsay likes to make out, and Jesse doesn't, True, so... wow, yeah, that is a valid point. Right? Okay, <laughs> okay. so, um, yeah, so he sends home Stacey, we knew this, and then he sends home Jesse. Yeah, whatever, bummer, but, like, we saw Michaela getting in there and Lindsay getting in there. I think the biggest shock of this episode is still that Katie got through. Yeah, true. So now, going into next week... Actually, okay, going into next week, this is why I think Katie's state because she must have a really fucked up family. Like, oh my God, there must know. be something crazy about them or something that like production just knew. They're like, we need Chris to go there. Interesting. I didn't even think about how their families play such a big role in next week's episode. If your, like, brother brought home a girl or something and, like, he was a bachelor or whatever, how would you treat them? Would you go, like, hardcore, like under like you know harassing them for all the details would you be like nice because you still want to be nice because he's still choosing yeah true i want and eventually if they do get engaged i want them to feel comfortable with me i would have to feel their energy i feel like oh god it's so difficult i would have to talk to them one-on-one yeah each one and i think i would grill the fuck out of them but then are you not nervous if you're grilling the fuck out of them then they're gonna be like nervous about proposing to their like your sibling or whatever yeah i mean when i grilling i'd be like which housewife cities do you watch? <laughs> what type of wine Who's do you your drink? Favorite? Yeah, how who, much do you like Erica Jane? Exactly, exactly. The important questions in life. Like, if my brother were out of town, would you come over, cook dinner with me, aka you cook, and then can we watch the housewives? That's probably the most important That's all we I need ask. to know. Yeah, all I need to know. Um, and Chris would not. Yeah, I mean, okay, this is like, now it's interesting. You brought up a good point earlier. The girls are in power. They're the in their hometown. Are in power. More like the families are in power. And True. like from the previews, we can see like they're a little bit on a power trip. Yeah. Let's talk about this preview. So we are going to Toronto, Winnipeg. And I forget the other city. I'm so terrible. I think I think it's Toronto again. Isn't um, Michaela? It's Michaela. Katie's Michaela from Toronto. And Katie oh, yeah, you're from right. Toronto, right. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. right. Um, I just saw because, uh, what's her face? Um, Katie, there was like a streetcar behind her. I'm like, oh, true. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the families are not having it, which no. I get. The age thing gets brought up again. So that was interesting because, I'm sorry, Lindsay, how is that not the first thing you tell your family when you get home? I just feel like if the age was such a big deal, like, why did you go and apply for the bachelor? If your family has a problem with it, if Chris has a problem with it, Chris should have been like, I don't want anyone under 23, and Lindsay should, should not have been on the show. Yeah, true. I mean, what's oldest you would date? Hmm. What's the oldest you would date, and then what's the oldest your family would accept you dating? That's... Um, my family would be like, how much money does he have, and then that would set the <laughs> set the tone. For me, it just depends on like 
Chris balls like really saggy. Like that's what would go like fit, me out. Bam. You need like a fit dad. Yeah, bod. I need like someone that's like fit. I know it sounds <laughs> so bad, but like I need someone that's fit. I can't like be like sleeping with you and you're just like yeah, you're yeah, like my yeah. grandpa. But if you're like if you're uh, this is weird. Mom, don't listen to this if you're watching. Well, this you I mean Erica Jane kind of I mean now we're getting into household territory. I know, but, but she's the one that makes me be like, Oh, you can be with like a nine year old man, still live your best life. True, that is very true. I mean, yeah, interesting that the age gets brought up again. And then I don't know if like it was editing or something, but there's a point where Chris is sitting in the preview with two men and I was like Wait, does someone have two gay dads? Not that, obviously that's a problem. I think that's fucking great. It could have just been like an uncle. Yeah, it could have just been an uncle or like the two brothers, but that'd be cool though. That would be amazing if there was two gay dads, and I would wonder. I just wonder what that conversation would be like. I'm really excited for next week. So okay, well, after next week they go to hopefully fantasy suites, right? Ooh. Okay, how does Fantasy Suites work? Does he just, does he take all three or does he take two or one? Well, this is interesting because in the States, typically I believe four go to hometowns and then three go to Fantasy Suites. Oh, so does the fourth one like get sent home or is she just Yeah, the fourth one gets sent home before Fantasy Suites. So he can literally like just kind of sleep with all the girls in Fantasy Suites like one after another? Yeah, but I think that this season we're only, he's only going to take two to Fantasy Suites. I'd be surprised if he took all three. Oh God though, like I just feel like Again, like, I know The Bachelor's is not my thing, but, like, if I was, like, the second girl, yeah, like, the second night girl, I'd be like, oh, weird. did you sleep with somebody else last night? And I think it's the same suite. No! <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, they obviously, like, change the sheets and everything. I don't still. care. Burn the room down. I'm too, like, petty to be on the show, I think. Yeah, I mean, it is interesting. Um, okay, so now we have a top three. Beginning of the season, I would not have picked this top three, but... Who do you think is actually going to... Who do you think is going to take it home? Okay, again, my answer is no one because I don't see him picking anyone. That would be so But good. I do... I think Michaela. I think Michaela. Really? I would say Lindsay, but I think he's just scared of the age thing. I think that's going to really get in there. But I think he's going to... If he chooses anyone, Michaela, but my money is on no one. Interesting. It would be so cool if you picked no one. That would be very interesting. It's got to come down to Michaela or Lindsay, though, right? Like, you yeah, just I watch would say Katie Lindsay. win. I think Lindsay is going to win. I would be surprised to see Katie in the top two. Oh, shit. You think Lindsay, yeah, hey? Oh. I just think they had an instant connection, and that's, like, kind of... It's going to make a full circle. We got to make, like, a good bet on this. Let's yeah, what should we bet? We should bet a uh, girls' night out, but the... Whoever wins plans it. Okay, done. Done. You're going for Lindsay. Can I do Michaela or no one and win on that? Um, yeah, that's fair because I do think, I don't know, I think he might pick, I think he's picking someone. I think he's picking someone. Okay, okay. Let's go with Michaela. Also, I'm thinking like Michaela just seems like really confident on her social media lately. I don't True. know if I'm just like reading too much into it. She's been doing that raw juice guru thing <laughs> a lot. I'm like, girl, I get girl it. Girl, look good. Yeah, that's true. So I think we get a women's tell-all. So I want to talk about that for a minute because women tell-all, it's like sometimes super juicy. Is Brittany going to like agree? To, Brittany and Shanti, are they going to come back? That's the question I have. Are Shanti and Brittany going to be back? I feel like Brittany has a higher chance of coming back, but Shanti just, I don't know. She might still be yeah. real bitter. And is D going to ride in on a motorcycle? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have so many questions. Who do you think? So in typically in women tell-all, People get a solo moment on the couch. I think Jesse will get a solo moment. Do you think Stacy will? No. 
I don't think so I think either. we've already forgotten about Stacy. I think Brittany, if she shows up, will get a one-on-one moment. Oh, Brittany will have a one-on-one. Uh, yeah, if she's there, I feel like... um Megan maybe might get one. Megan, just because she'll have some of her funny moments. And obviously the top three have to. Yeah, true. They might kind of ask Well, no, the top but... two don't even go to the women's top. Oh. Yeah, so I think what's going to happen is they're going to do hometowns. She's going to eliminate one. Women tell all, fantasy suite slash finale. Oh, if I had to guess, if I had to guess. Oh damn! I really hope Shanti and Brittany are there. I mean, I mean, I just like maybe we need to call Shanti. I have so many questions for Shanti. She just she would be an interesting. She would person, be very right? interesting to talk to. I feel Shanti, reach out to us. We'll talk yeah, to please. you. Yeah, please. We need a chat. We need the truth. Yeah, we need the truth. Were the women really that inhumane? It's <laughs> reading you. She used some really big words for how they treated her. Um, okay, so, I mean, that's basically the episode. We're stoked for next week. Um, I think that we should kind of maybe try to host a finale party. We should. We should we host should. a finale party. I'd be down as long as there's a lot of wine. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll call two oceans and then we'll have them like send us some wine for our finale party. I mean, that's how the girls made it through the season with all that wine. So, you know, yeah, right. Um, okay, so we are signing off. I am at Anil, A-N-E-A-L, Joshua on Twitter and Instagram. Please cyberbully me. <laughs> I'm at Netta underscore Kalantar. Please do not cyberbully me. Funny uh, thing, we actually have the same therapist as the Bachelor people, so... Hey, don't make me reach out to him. Yeah. <laughs> he has some other women to deal with right now. <laughs> yeah, he's busy, okay? Yeah, he's busy. Thank you for listening to Thirst. We will talk to you next week where we break down the hometown dates. Bye, guys.